0: Now, I hope you were listening to Steve very carefully. And I want you to just think, we don't need it on the screen. Can you just bring back to your minds one second the picture that was there of the lady reaching out. And all she thought she needed to do, such was her faith. Just touch the clothes that Jesus is wearing. And it says in the Bible... That what she actually said to herself was this if only if only I can touch him. If only. Now they are two words which people say a lot. If only. And usually people say if only because there's something that they regret, something that they feel bad about. Things would have turned out so much better if only. I could have taken advantage of that if only. I could have avoided that if only. So let's have a little thing about how maybe that could, that could work out. Let's imagine you're on a long journey home from a holiday and you've been in the car for hours and it's nearly tea time and everyone's getting a bit restless and a bit hungry and a bit fed up and mum says, I think we'll stop and have a break and get something to eat. And in the distance, you see one of these. And you think, great. Dad, Dad, Dad. We'll stop at McDonald's. And Dad says, actually, I've heard of another place just down the road from here. Supposed to be very, very good. We'll go there instead. All right, then. Anyway, you get to this fantastic roadside cafe that your dad's heard everything about. And they go in and they speak to the person behind the counter. And they say, do you know, it's been such a busy day. I've virtually run out of food. But I do have something left. Go and sit down and I'll bring to you what I've got left. So you sit down and you're really looking forward to it. And he brings you this. Who'd like a place of sprouts for tea? One person, two And meanwhile, what you're thinking about is this. (laughs) And you say, Dad, if only... If only what? If only we'd gone to McDonald's. This last week, on Wednesday... I'd been parked up somewhere, not for very long. And as I got back to my car, I noticed that I had one of these. Uh Uh-oh. It wasn't quite that flat, but it was getting there. Ah. And I uh, I went to the air pump at a garage to pump it up. And as I bent down to pump it up, right on the top of the wheel, I saw one of these. That's not mine, but that's exactly what I saw. Is that meant to be there? Uh-uh. And do you know what I thought? I thought, if only. Now, would anyone, would anyone like to guess Any, what the if only was that I thought? I did think if only that wasn't there, but what? Yeah, that wasn't the thing I was thinking. If only. I was thinking, anyone guess? If only I took a walk instead. No. <laughs> so, if only my car had a spare wheel. Does anyone here drive a car and it doesn't have a spare wheel? Just doesn't have one. It's, it was, it's never had one. It's not made with one. Instead, what they give you is one of these silly things. And it's supposed to pump your tyre up and pump in some foamy stuff that seals the hole on the inside. I can't be doing with all that malarkey. I checked mine the other day, actually. It's out of date as well. I need to buy a new one. They run out of date. I've never tried one. I hate to think of whether it works or not. And I'm told that anyway, when you get to the garage with your tyre all full of gunk, the garage says, oh, it's no good now. You need a new (laughs) tyre. If only I had a spare tyre. Anyway, I managed to get to one of the garages on Egbeth Road, and within half an hour, they'd repaired it. So that was great. What's the next one, Chris? There you go. If only. If only. You know, in some ways if only they are two words that a Christian should never need to say. If only. How many of you as Christians find yourself sometimes saying, if, only? But we shouldn't really need to say it, you know. If you truly believe that God is ruling over everything, everything, that God is over every single circumstance that happens in your life even when you go to the doctor and get some really bad news everything God is over everything and that everything is happening according to God's purpose two words that a Christian never really ever needs to say is if only because we know God is in control of all things But we do say it. And God's people have said it. Here's one example. Now, the children of Israel are about to go into the land of Canaan. And before they went into the land, they sent into Canaan some spies. Can anyone remember how many spies there were? We sing a song about it your hand go up then, Scarlet? Go on, how many? 12 spies went to spy in Canaan. How many were bad? 10 were bad. How many were good? Bit of maths, Thomas. Two were good. 10 were bad, two were good. Now, did all the people of Israel, did they listen to the 10 bad ones or did they listen to the two good ones? Who did they listen to? the ten bad ones they listened to the ten bad ones and they were saying well that's a fantastic place but we don't stand a chance, they're all giants and all the cities have got huge walls we'll never get in we don't sta- we're all going to be slaughtered we step over this river into that land they're going to make mincemeat of us dreadful it's going to be and they said If only we had died in Egypt, because God had brought them out of Egypt and rescued them from Egypt. If only we died there. If only we died in the wilderness. Imagine saying that. But they did. These are God's people. Wow. If only. Not very good, is it? And here's another occasion that we find it in the Bible as well. This is King David. Now King David had a son. And his name was Absalom. And Absalom was killed. And news came to David. That his son Absalom had died. And this is what David said. And he's grieving. And you can imagine him with tears flowing down his face. My son Absalom. If only. I had died in your place. Now when you become a mum or a dad. You can imagine yourself saying that. That my child has died. If only it was me. If only. You see. A lot of the time, when people use those two words, they're desperate. And they're just not happy in the place that they're in. Or they're regretting something. All of these things. If only. So you see, carry on, Chris, thanks. There's another occasion when a little girl said, If only. But this was very different. There's a man in the Bible, in the Old Testament, called Naaman. Who remembers Naaman? That name ring a bell? He was a commander in an army. Not Israel's army. And one day he looked at his skin... And he was developing a horrible dreaded disease. Anyone know the name of that disease in the Bible that we read of a lot? It is, it's leprosy and it's a horrible disease. And Naaman realised he had leprosy and he tried all kinds of things to get rid of his leprosy and cure it. Nothing was working. And in his house, working for his wife, was a little girl from Israel. And she said, if only... My master were with the prophet. And she's talking about the prophet Elisha, who could work great miracles by God's power. And this was a girl who said, now, if only. But you see, this if only, this isn't an if only that is despairing and thinks it's terrible. This is an if only that's full of hope. If only he was there, everything would be great. If only he was there, I know everything would be well. This is a good if only. If only he was there. Now you see, that was the same as the lady in the story that Steve told. If only I can touch him. All I need to do. That's a very different if only. If only. So we have the people of Israel saying, if only. We have David saying, if only. But we've got this little girl. And we've got this lady. (coughs) Interesting, two ladies who know better than the men. (laughs) Never happens, does it? Two ladies who know better than the men. If only. If only. Now, you see, many people today, you'll hear them say, if only. And it's because of something they regret. It's because of something they're frightened about. It's because of some sorrow. It's because they wish things were different or they wish things were better. But they're not. And they have no hope. But you see, there is an if only where there is hope. I want to tell the older ones, there is an if only where there is hope, where there is comfort, where there is peace to be found. For the little girl in Naaman's household, if only Naaman was with Elisha, he could be cured. The situation is bad, but there's hope. There is an answer. If only That little girl is confident that the prophet of God will be able to help, just like the woman in the story that Steve told us. If only if only I can touch his clothes, I'll be made well. That's all I need to do. If only I do that. Now, boys and girls, mums and dads, we live in a world that is without any hope, which is why so often you'll hear people saying, if only... A world of despair, a world full of pain, a world full of disappointments, a world full of regrets and full of fears. And people cry out over and over again, if only. But there's another if only to be heard The Bible describes us, and we know it's true, that our souls are heavy laden. We're weighed down with all kinds of burdens and anxieties. But if only you would turn to the one who said that if you come to him, you will find rest for your soul. If only. We read in the Bible that our lives are captive and held down in sin. But if only you will turn to the Lord Jesus Christ, you'll find release and liberty and cleansing from that sin. We read in the Bible that your sins have separated you from God. But if only you will accept Christ's invitation, You will find yourself reconciled to God, living in fellowship with him, being his child, if only. We read in the Bible that the wages of your sins is death. But if only you would come to him, you'll find in Jesus Christ forgiveness for all your sins. Every single one of us faces a day of judgment when we will stand before God. And the holy God will judge you according to his righteousness. But if only you will turn from your sins and put your trust in the Saviour who died for you, On that day, you will no longer be under his condemnation. And you will have nothing to fear. The Bible says that without Christ, you face an eternity in torment. As God casts you into outer darkness. But if only... You will confess your sins and take Christ by faith as your Redeemer, as your Lord. You will have the assurance of life everlasting and a home in heaven prepared by him just for you. Who else will you turn to? That was the question Peter asked in John chapter 6. Who else can we turn to, Lord? You have the words of eternal life. You are the Christ. You are Lord. Who else is there? We live in a world where everyone is saying, only, but we can point them to the Lord Jesus Christ, if only you will look to him, if only you will turn to him, if only you will trust in him, you will find rest and comfort and strength and peace and hope.